thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Tune in each week as we listen to amazing customer-focused business leaders from across the world sharing their personal stories about their teams, tools, process, and feedback. Check us out at cxchronicles.com today or listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey guys, this is Adrian, host of CX Chronicles Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in each and every week, listening and learning to amazing customer-focused business leaders from across the world. I wanted to take a minute to give a quick shout out on some of the things that we're working on here at CXC. Number one, CX scorecards. Take a minute to check out the CX scorecard and see how your business and team is stacking up to others. Number two, CX Accelerators. We are spending time with incredible startups and scale-ups across the country, helping them optimize their CX and offering them a number of different CX managed services. Number three, CX Bootcamps. If you're looking for a way to become CXC certified and level up your game, ask us about our bootcamps. You get access to a live coach on a weekly basis, and we will build your game plan for building your customer-focused playbook for success. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to uh, CX Weekly Update. So it's been a while since we've done one of these, um, and a bunch of you guys have been reaching out saying, Adrian, what's going on with the CX Weekly Updates? We liked when you kind of just ripped through some of those short and sweet, you know, 10-minute type of uh, run-throughs where we would hit on a bunch of different ideas and a bunch of different low-hanging fruits around how you can think about improving not only your customer experience, but your employee experience and really kind of, especially as we're getting towards the end of the year here, guys, a lot of people are going to be doing end-of-year reviews and they're going to be doing uh, brand new 2022 uh, year um, projections around what they're going to do with their customer experience, what they're going to do with their customer success, how they're going to think about improving their customer support efforts, right? And then most importantly, how the hell are we going to make sure that we're selling Selling more deals, uh, retaining more customers, and constantly driving the business forward by by making sure that we really have done an incredible job of building uh, the most value from our existing customer portfolio every single solitary day. So, so today I wanted to jump into um, fifteen different ways that you can really begin to think about how you're going to change your customer experience and customer success uh, this year, as, as especially as we're getting towards um, a brand new year, guys. So number one, thinking about how you're going to use automated surveys. So there's a ton of things that we talk about in this show every single week around how people are collecting feedback, what they're doing with the feedback, and how they act upon that feedback. But start thinking about how you can use some automated surveys, right? There's a number of different tools out there that would help you with your MPS or your customer satisfaction, maybe your product scoring or your customer effort scoring, different things that you need to think about in terms of how you can not only make sure that your customers are, are really having an incredible experience, but give your employees some work, right? Give your employees some feedback that they can bring to work, uh, assess with their teams, and immediately start putting into play for how they can improve their marketing efforts, their sales efforts, their product efforts, their support efforts. Number two, go through the customer experience yourself. Okay, so look, you guys probably laugh at me all the time when I talk about how most executives think about customer experience um, or they think about customer journey mapping and they, and they kind of laugh, right? They're like, this is not going to help me sell more deals. This is not going to help grow my business. I don't want to do that. That's a, that's a waste of time. But 
again, I say this all the time, respectfully, completely disagree, right? Taking the time to go through the customer experience yourself and taking the time to think about how you can map every single touch point, every single point of consternation or friction, every single channel that you're using inside of your business, all of the different teams that actually have to come together for some of these intricate parts of the customer journey, that stuff is gold, guys. So take some time to think about, if you haven't already done it, how are you going to get some journey mapping um, into your project plans for this year, and how are you going to make sure that you do it really well, right? How how are you going to make sure that you have the right SMEs around the table, making sure that the entire company, the entire customer experience and customer journey is is is, is really fully marked out with all of the right uh, subject matter experts around the table. Uh, number three, rebranding your leadership, right? So look, there's constantly adjustments and new things that are happening with, with all sorts of different leadership teams and, 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 and executive teams. But take some time to, to, to think about how your leadership team is really going to tell their stories this year. Take, take, take some time to think about uh, making sure that everybody understands who the main actors are in a given play, right? You have to make sure that you understand who's leading the charge on the marketing side, who's leading the charge on the sales side, who's going to be the, 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 the guy and the gal that helps to make sure that the sales operations piece is completely tied together with that, right? Then you get to customer success, customer experience, customer service. And and thinking about all of those different facets, make sure that you understand how your leadership team has a play in each one of those roles and, and, and make sure that you're taking some time to think about really how you can do an awesome job with making sure that your team understands who to go to when they need certain things for your growing business. Uh, Next one, making digital platforms open and accessible. Okay, so we talk about this constantly, but regardless of what types of tools you're using or what different platforms your company's being built on, you have got to make sure that they're accessible, specifically when you're talking about the the customer side, right? Making sure that any of the the social media platforms that you're on or making sure that any of the review sites that you're you're already collecting customer reviews on, you gotta be making sure that that's accessible, right? And then take it one step further. Make sure you got someone inside the business who can actually think about how they're going to use these things uh, to, to make your business better. Number five, surprise and delight customers. So we are always thinking about surprising and delighting customers at CXE. But look, here's a really interesting end of the year exercise for you. Take 30 minutes this week with your team to think about all of the different ways that you've surprised and delighted customers this year, especially this wild year, right? Dealing with the pandemic, dealing with remote work, dealing with all the adjustments of life. Takes, take take a minute to, to audit that. What were the best surprise and delights? What were the worst surprise and delights? What were the surprise and delights that got a ton of customer feedback and ranting and raving? What were the, the surprise and delight items that you didn't even hear back from a customer saying thank you? Take stock of that, guys. Number six, providing more feedback channels. So I know that this is absolutely something that we talk about with our customers at CX Chronicles every single solitary day, but Never underestimate how many channels are out there to collect feedback. Uh, most of us are doing it on a regular basis with our CRM. Some of us are doing it with our ticketing platform, and we're thinking about how we can make sure that our tickets are constantly providing additional feedback. Some of us are doing a great job being on Apple and on Google and on Facebook, right, on all these different platforms, making sure that we're listening to what our customers are saying to us. But 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 really, is at the end of the year, take a minute to just a, a quick little exercise with your team. Which channels are you actually collecting and, and, and soliciting feedback? feedback and responding to your customers about that feedback and which channels does, do you still have yet to check that box on? This is an easy one, guys, because you'd be surprised at how how easy it is to, to, to really kind of check a bunch of boxes and make it really clear to your customers that you're looking at them and serving them on an omni-channel type of basis. 
Number seven, so redesign the look and the feel of some of your customer interactions. Going back to that journey mapping part here, guys, when you really take the time to break down each touch point and you really take the time to think about all of the different ways that you're serving a customer, talking to a customer, responding to a customer, make sure that you're actually auditing each one of those interactions, right? What, what are the areas that are, are really great? What are the areas that you're documenting within your CRM? What are the areas that you have a ton of work to do and you're not tracking anything so nobody even knows that those interactions are taking place with your customers? Number eight, respond in a timely fashion. This is an easy one, right? This is a super easy one. You think it, it goes without being said, but if you're not taking time to calculate uh, how quickly you're getting back to your customers or how, how fast you're able to solve a certain uh, customer issue or how fast you're able to get a customer from being on hold all the way right to the a fantastic rep that's helping to manage their, manage their ticket or manage their in, inbound inquiry, you've got to be thinking about responding in a super timely fashion. This is the easiest way of creating trust, transparency, and responsibility respect from your customers so that they know that you're going to be there for them in the future. Number nine, constantly looking for the win-win situations. Now, when I think about win-win situations, I think about three different things. I think about your customer, I think about your business, and I think about your employee. And there's this triangular effect that's constantly happening where you really need to be thinking about what does the win-win-win look look like for all of those different parties? How do your customers leave a situation feeling completely taken care of and completely loved? How does an employee leave the situation feeling that they just served that customer, did a really great job for themselves? And how did your business just make some dollar-dollar bills, baby? Number 10, understanding the customer's needs. This should go without really kind of being said, but you know, take some time to audit what your customer's needs are. I know that we talk all the time about on the show about the difference between just simply having a lamp that kicks off light versus a space lamp that has all the all the gadgets and the gasmos, but just make sure that you actually understand your customer's needs, right? Because sometimes it can be really simple, guys, and just just ta- tackling that, the basic X and O's can really set you apart from, from the competition and from other emerging players in your marketplace. So just taking that time to understand the customer needs is going to be huge. By the way, quick little uh, quick tip on that. Your employees typically know exactly what those top areas are. So, so make sure that you're including them in those exercises. Number 11, empower every employee to solve customer problems. Empower every employee to solve customer problems, right? Let's think about this, guys, especially in the startup world where we're building, we're scaling, we're, we're figuring things out every single day. Make sure that you're giving your employees some say in the day-to-day combat of dealing with some of these issues, building some of these different facets or workflows, uh, selecting the tools that are going to really make the biggest uh, difference for your business. Empower those employees, guys. That's going to be the easiest way that you're also going to keep some of the smartest employees around for the long haul. So be, be sure that you're thinking about that as it relates to your employee retention as well. Number 11, starting with your customer feedback. We have to be listening to our customers this year, guys. Now more than ever, we have got to be listening to our customers and thinking about all of the different ways that we can serve them, all of the different ways that we can make sure that they have uh, an incredible experience and, and constantly, constantly be asking them, how are we doing? How are we doing? How are we serving you? What can we do more of? Is there anything that you think that we should be doing differently with our product, with our service, or with our actual marketplace expertise? This is such a great way of making sure that you're getting feedback on a regular basis. And more importantly, it's going to fuel next month's OKRs or next quarter's OKRs so you and your team are constantly remained focused on what the customer wants uh, to continue coming back to your business 
each and every day. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, be sure to check out some of the things we're working on at cxchronicles.com. There is a bunch of awesome things in the work, guys. We're working with a bunch of super cool companies right now across the world, helping them think about their customer journey maps, helping them think about their living playbooks, doing some of the actual voice of customer task uh, force creation and implementation that's required to really make sure that you got the right folks understanding the drumbeat of the customer every single solitary day in your business. If you need help with any of these services, me and my team would be thrilled to work with you guys at CX Chronicles. Just reach out to us today. Uh, we'd be happy to start with the, with a complimentary CX scorecard where you understand exactly how your business stacks up across team, tools, process, and feedback. And again, we have uh, just an incredible team of CX Navy SEALs that works with us today, helping our customers think through all the different facets that's in front of them when it comes to optimizing their CX and uh, doing what they can to make customer happiness a habit every single solitary day. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the CX Chronicles podcast. We're thrilled to have you as a part of the CX Nation, tuning in to customer-focused business leaders from across the world. Be sure to check out the CXC website, and as always, find us on any of your favorite podcast players, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Thanks so much for making this show a reality and being a part of the CX Nation. And as always, folks, remember to make happiness a habit.